Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a N4G Radio. This is episode 520 for July 2nd. Happy 4th of July coming up. Two days. That's right. Happy Canada Day for me. Is that, is that what it is, Canada Day? Yeah. Happy Canada Day. Whoa. Is, uh, it, is it kind of the same as 4th of July? Basically. Shoot fireworks okay. off. Yeah, excuse to get drunk. Long weekend. I mean, in America... You I mean, I'm working that day, so... Yeah. You don't need excuses to get drunk in America. Well, I mean, we don't need it here either, but it's just, it it now gives a reason to your alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, E3 hangover is over. We're back to a normal schedule. And on the show, we have Drew. Hello. We have Ryan. Hello. And we <laughs> have Anthony. No, Drew, I'm really glad that when Go- uh, Gozer asked you to choose the form of the Destroyer, you uh, chose me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. There you go. Anyway, now that we've stopped watching trailers for video games and dreaming about the ones that are coming up, it's we probably went back to playing some of those. No. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for joining us for this episode. Of the All right, let's see you later. <laughs> uh, Drew, you've been out for a while. You, you actually played anything? I, I mean, I was on vacation last week. I did, however, put in a ton of time into Radiant Historia for Phoenix Now. We're trying to get that game done, so that way we don't have only two games for this year. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so far it's been Nino Kuni and Radiant Historia. But um, we are, uh, yeah, I, I kind of hit my stride in that game. Um, it's weird. Like, uh, I guess... The beach invigorated me, and I was like, okay, I get it. I can do this, I can do this, you know, grind a little bit here. Um, yeah, it, I mean, I'm, I'm getting into that game. It's really good. That's a great JRPG for anybody you're who likes the, You're playing the new version, right? Yes, I'm playing the Perfect Chronology version, which is on the 3DS, came out earlier this year, and Matt is playing the old DS version. Uh, but I played a lot of that. Um, Recently, when I got back, I uh, booted up uh, Wreckfest. Yeah, the game from the Flat Out Bugbear. Yeah, the new Bugbear game. Um, didn't play as much as I wanted. Uh, I only got back yesterday, but um, it's it's. I've played this game before. Um, back whenever it was called the Next Car Game. It's been in early access for a long time. Oh, is this uh, five, the, five is years? This- is this the same game? This is yeah. the same game. Oh, okay. That yeah. the name change kind of. Yeah, they finally okay. gave it an actual, actual name. name, and it is actually released, uh, and it is called Wreckfest. 
And it is basically Demolition Derby with uh, I think I race. I like the next car game better. The next car game. Uh, yeah, it's it's um it's something you would expect from Bugbear. Uh, you can uh get into Demolition Derbies on lawnmowers in this game. Okay, that's kind of fun. Um, that is really really uh white trash redneck right there, which is perfect because Demolition Derby. <laughs> let me tell you about the music in this game. Oh yeah, it is like early two thousands butt rock. Yes. yes. And it's just... And there's a guy screaming in the background. <laughs> and it's just so bad. So good, but so bad. Um, Wreckfest is okay. I haven't tried the multiplayer. Uh, there is multiplayer. There, it seems like it has a pretty robust campaign. Uh, it's it's one of those things where I can't really tell because it's everything's a block and it has a picture. So... You go over a like you ha- you're staring at the screen. It's just like f- ten blocks, and each block represents an event or a race or a series. And I'm just like, well, there's a lot of blocks here. Maybe I- I've done three races so far. So I, mean, um, I have to know: can I shoot my guy out the windshield? I have not ran into that yet. But when <laughs> I was downloading the game, it also downloaded a free DLC called something about like flinging Santa. So I think I can dress up as Santa and fling him from my car. Okay. As long as I can I don't, throw people no. out of windshield, uh, then it's a bugbear game. I don't know yet. I haven't ran in. Well, while I was doing a race, I did hit a few people, but nobody flew out of their cars. So I haven't explored it enough to let you know. Uh, the other game, I still am addicted to Moonlighter. Everybody out there, I'm telling you, play this game. Moonlighter is the roguelike that will make people like roguelikes because it's not really that much of a roguelike. Tell me about Moonlighter because I haven't been here in forever. So Okay, so Moonlighter is, I think, a link to the past combat. Okay. You, you go into dungeons and you kill things. They drop uh, items. You then take these items back to the village where you have a shop. You put them in your shop and sell them for gold. You then take that gold and buy better weapons and armor so you can go deeper into the dungeons. At the end of each dungeon, there is a boss fight, much like a Zelda boss fight. Um, The thing that really makes Moonlighter special is... The selling mechanic, so when you go to your store, you can upgrade your store. Eventually, you'll get a bigger store where you can hold more stuff. Uh, you have to watch out for like uh, shoplifters who will come and steal stuff. You have to tackle them before they leave the store. Um, then there's um, the price gouging. So if something's in high demand, you can raise the price of it and people get pissed off, but they'll still buy it. Or you can um, you try to find that sweet spot where people are happy to spend that money on it. But the greatest thing that Moonlighter has going for it is its sense of progression. And you get that from your upgrades. So the first time I ever upgraded my sword, it felt amazing. Because I was hitting enemies three times to kill them. When I go back into the dungeon with my new sword, it only takes one hit. So you feel... You're, you're getting more powerful, and it, it's really shown there. It's so addicting. 
you do one run and you go back and say, oh man, I made like 10,000 gold that, you know, just for selling this crap that I don't need. And it's, it's really addicting. The combat is solid. It plays just like that. Sounds like a fart. Did you guys hear that? No, I must have missed the fart. Sorry. It was like, it was like, meh. <laughs> um, maybe it was a fart. Maybe it was. I don't know. But, uh, no, it's, it's fantastic. I, I highly suggest Moonlighter to everybody out there. I, uh, I reviewed it. You can read my review for more details on it, but it's great. Um, jeez. I think that's about it. I played some Detroit. I'm pretty, pretty decently far into it. I think. I just did the, um, uh, the TV, uh, station thing. Oh, yeah. You are pretty deep in that game. Yeah, I did the TV station thing, and I think I've done like two things after that. Uh, it's been a while because I, I haven't played it since I got back from the beach, so can't really remember what's going on there. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. I played a little bit of Overwatch, tried out the new Symmetra. She's now way too complicated for me, <laughs> so there you go. That's funny because they actually simplified her. Yeah, well, you say that, but... They they did. They took away her shield. She now mm-hmm. only has three turrets instead of six. Mm-hmm. And that's really about it. They made her gun shoot faster. Yeah, but it doesn't lock on anymore. That's what made Symmetra so simple, was that you just had to hold down the fire oh, button. Oh, poor Drew gotta aim now. Oh, yeah, I have to aim. <laughs> I don't like aiming. <laughs> Aiming's overrated. Oh, just get you an aim bot for Symmetra. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Just for Symmetra. But um, no, I, I did mess around with her a little bit. That ult that she has is cool, but I'm just like, ooh, you got to be real precise with this sucker. You do, and you can turn it sideways like yeah. Maze Ice Wall, which is kind of neat. Here's my question, and maybe it's, this is an issue because I'm using a controller on the PC. How do you give commendations to people? Because they did that new system, but... In, uh, on and, Xbox, it's you click the right stick after a oh. match. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why I You can choose your team, or you can actually pick the enemy team if you so want to. Oh. I just I haven't I haven't tried it. I, I played a little bit last night, like three matches, and I was just like, "How do you give a, a thumbs up to a guy? I don't know how to do that." They give you fifty XP for every person you do it to. So nice. Yeah. What are the rewards for for having a high... I don't know yet. Okay. I'm still a level one. I I didn't receive anything. Oh, I've gotten a ton of votes, but it takes a long time to level up. Gotcha. But that's about it, I think. Um, I have looked at the Steam sale stuff. Purchased a few things. Let me take a look and see what all I've purchased. I purchased like three things, I think. Did you do the thing where you check your Steam account to see how much money you spent? No. Oh, okay. I didn't either. There's a, there's a, how, there's a. Yeah, how do you do that? I don't know. I was seeing people talk about it on Twitter. Yeah, like how much know. money you spent on Steam? Yeah, and it doesn't. Yes. It doesn't count codes and things you've got. Oh free. God. No. Oh no. Um, I picked up Darkwood. And I also picked up uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Oh, yeah. I've heard of the second one. I've never heard of the first one. Uh, uh, Darkwood, Jay reviewed? I th- 
don't it's like know, a top maybe. down game, right? It's a top down like a survival horror. horror. horror yeah. yeah. Jay, I think Jay was talking about that on Twitter. It oh. looked really interesting, I so. and I picked it up. It was relatively cheap, uh, and that was about. Oh no, I picked up What Remains of Edith Finch. Oh God. I have not played it yet. That game is okay. so good. So, Drew, do you want to set a date that when we have to have that done by? Because I haven't played it either, and I have it on Xbox sitting for me. Mm. The game is not that long. I know. Is it, would you, it's two hours or so, isn't it? Yeah, it's not. I think yeah. I did it in two sittings. It's not very long. Okay. And it's worth may... every second. It is so fucking good. Yeah, I've pretty much done all I need to in Radiant Historia, so yeah, I'll, I'll try and get it done by uh, next podcast. Yeah. Okay, I'll do it too. I'll, I'll pump through it because I have a long weekend, so yeah, that's what I'll do. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about it next week, I suppose. Cool. Right. That's uh, about it, though. Alright, I'll move on to Anthony then. Alright, um, so I finished on, uh, well, let me just, sorry, just trying to go through in order. So I finished Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers for review. Uh, there's still more to do in it, but that's uh, that's that's a really good game that they put out at the worst time. Uh, right before E3, um, and on a system that people are not paying attention for, to, even though like it's still a great system. I mean, Nintendo didn't even talk about it at E3, and they, I know that they said they wouldn't, but like, Dylan's always kind of gotten, like, the series has always kind of gotten screwed for attention from Nintendo. Um, you know, his biggest claim to fame is being a, an assist trophy. Uh, it's disappointing because I think the uh, games are great, and this one does a lot to improve that series. And um, except the Animals, those are absolutely the worst thing I've ever seen from Nintendo. Um, but. Uh, that's a really great game, and I think people should play it. But again, it's on a system that if you're not using your 3DS, I can't tell you that it's the thing that you should go back to play. I just hope that they do something with this series now that the 3DS is, I suppose, on its way out, at least from Nintendo's sort of point of view. It's just kind of being relegated to reissues from them. Um, that's a really good game, though. So, you know, if you do turn it on, still keep an eye on that. Um, I... Finished Unravel 2. Um, writing my review for that. Um, that game is a game that everyone should play. I think everyone can play it. There's a lot of accessibility options. Um, you know, it ha- gives you hints for puzzles, so you never ha- end up feeling stuck. Um, and then if you feel that maybe the main game was too easy, there's a bunch of... Um, Secondary like optional secondary puzzles that you can do that are their own levels and they unlock new yarnies and I that game ends with a little quote that is so just touching and you don't see a lot from video games. Um, that game is made strictly to have fun. There is. Very little uh, in in a like in a world where we have a lot of serious, um, even like Sonic the Hedgehog wants to be serious, you know, and Mario has a little bit of dark stuff going on in his games and everything. Although Odyssey wasn't that, um, the uh, this game is just there to have fun and just be this like kind fun experience, and um, 
God, Yarnies are adorable. They shouldn't be. They're, they have no mouths. They're just little yarn dolls, but um, they emote so much. Um, you know, one makes it to the other side and the other claps for it. It It is something special, and I feel like putting it out... If, if EA didn't go first, I think that game would still be talked about more. But I think because EA goes first and drops that at their conference... I think it's going to be skipped over by a lot of people who were waiting for what else is coming out, and then it gets buried quickly. Um, it's uh, it's one of my favorite games of the year so far. And uh, spoiler for my review, it's probably going to get the highest review score I've, um, well, I've given it, uh, to any game uh, so far. Um, but yeah, that's a great game. So then I uh, got... Anima Gate of Memories, The Nameless Chronicles, which isn't long enough um, <laughs> of a title. Um, and I started up that for review. And um, it's really good. It's really hard to suggest that to anyone who hasn't played the first game to any extent. Because it is not a sequel. It is a game that is running parallel with... It was the... supposed to be DLC. And it just got, well, it makes it got sense. too big. Yeah, it makes sense because um, I just got to a part in it where um, it's st- I'm still fairly early on where I run into the main characters of the first game. Yeah, you gotta fight them. I made it that yeah. far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and um, yeah, it, it, it's it's a lot of lore, and it, what, what's weird about this series is it's based off of a tabletop game, um, so. It's a it's a really neat game though. But if you haven't played the first one, go play the first one. Is what I'd say. Um, but then, man, that game has a lot of style to it. Like just visually, um, that those games look really cool. Um, and I see that they kind of picked up some stuff from like near kind of like there was like a one fight against an enemy where the camera the way the camera was. I was like, this is very near like in the way that they've shifted the camera. So I'm like on a 2D plane, sort of, except that I can still move in 3D, which is kind of weird. But, they did that um, in the first game. They did that in the first game? Yeah, okay. the, like the fight on the bridge with the, oh, what was she? There's a bridge sequence in the Might first game this. where you're going left to right, and there's a boss fight on that bridge, but yeah. Yeah, it, it's still it's still, uh, it's still still very neat. And the, and, uh, the first, honestly, the games that were this room, and I didn't think about this before uh, I was playing this one, and maybe it's just because of the design of the character, um, it reminds me a lot of, and this is a this is a compliment because I actually like them. The uh, Castlevania games for PS2, the way that you have the map in the bottom corner, you collect items and stuff. It's uh, it, it reminds me of uh, Curse of Darkness. I think is the one for PS2 where you're the d- demon summoner. Anyways, um, I also uh, booted up Oceanhorn on uh, the Xbox One because I have only played a bit of it on the PS Vita, and I don't know if I really want to play it on PS Vita because the controls are kind of crampy on that. So um, started up Oceanhorn. Um, another game I started up just because uh, I love the Lego games is Lego Incredibles. It's really jarring to hear somebody the, all the diff, all the voice actors be not the cast of the Incredibles because everybody had very distinct voices, so it's like somebody trying to do their best version of it, but um, it's a Lego game, and uh, I like, you know, that Frozone is kind of like a unique character for once, instead of just like 
um, the Marvel adjacents that uh, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible are. And then uh, the last one is Pinball Arcade, which I, I was trying to put out as many PSAs uh, before uh, yesterday as I could because uh, half those tables are gone. I think actually more than that um, because uh, the creators of Pinball Arcade uh, lost the license to, um, I think, Williams, I want to say Bali tables. Um, and that, that uh, unlike Zen Pinball and Pinball Effects, which are both Zen Studios, um, these are all actual real-life pinball tables remade. And uh, some of those tables are extremely uh, rare. So they lovingly remade all these tables. And the physics work well. Um, it was a lot of money, but it was uh, $200 spent for all the tables because they couldn't even put them on sale as part of the contract uh, before it uh, uh, expired. So I've uh, enjoyed some of the pinball tables, and that's basically it for me this week. Yeah, licenses suck. Yeah. Digital future, everybody. If they were all on disc, they couldn't stop you. But then, again, games aren't really on disc nowadays anyways. What's a disc? Yeah. All right. Wombat. All right. Where are you going to go or no? So it has been a month yeah. since I have been on the podcast. An actual month. Yeah. Uh, the um, So I have played actually a decent amount of stuff in the last month. Um, well, I should say, on one hand, I've played a decent amount of stuff in the last month. On the other hand, I have not. Because um, I played a lot of the couple things that I played, uh, but only one of them is probably relevant in 2018. Um, so I did finish God of War. Nice. Since the last time I was on the podcast, even I haven't done that yet. I'm bad. You haven't finished it yet? No, I I got right towards the like I'm right at the end of it, but then I was like I'm gonna go do other stuff, and then something else came up, of course. Yeah, you should finish it. Yeah, I know. I need to. Because it, 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 I'm, I'm literally right beforehand. I'm, they're like, here, Rick, it's time to go. And I'm like, but there's this whole new area that I unlock. Yeah, you're you're basically right at the end. Yeah, I know. Um, Like, I don't even know if there's that game is so distracting, 20 minutes left. Though. Yeah, that game is so distracting. I hate that part. But yeah, that's the... Um, well, the good news is, just just finish it. Just finish it before the last part gets spoiled for you. Yep. Um, you can go visit things later. Yes, you can. Um, so the um, that game is amazing, um, and I cannot wait for the next one. Like I just can't wait for it. Um, so yeah, that that game is uh, right now. It's probably my game of the year. Yeah, I would say I'm there with you. So, uh, excellent, amazing game. Um, other than that, I I have mentioned on the podcast before that uh, in honor of the 30th anniversary of Mega Man, that I am making it my quest to finish, um, not every Mega Man game because I don't know if you guys know this. <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, if you include like the Battle Network crap. Um, which I don't really care about. I love the Battle Network games, but I don't blame you. The um, yeah, it's just not really those. Those weren't really my jam. 
Honestly, oh. honestly, if you had any interest in those, like it's one to three, and then you can just throw away four, five, and six. Not that they're bad games, but like it felt like there were different companies making them at that point. I got to be honest with you. If if any of the spirit of this playthrough was to be able to throw away games, <laughs> I would probably start. But my goal is to play through everything uh, in the mainline series. Does um, that include? Uh... Does that include uh, Mega Man and Base? It does. So um, play that. Play, play the Super Famicom version. Don't play the Game Boy Advance version. So I do have that. So I will. Uh, I will be playing through that as part of my mainline Mega Man playthrough. Um, basically, I'm going to finish eight, and then I'm going to go back. Ah, eh, probably finish seven, and then go back and play Mega Man and Base. Um, I'm on. Now Mega Man 7, so I've beat 1 through 6 again, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, I, I playing through them all again, I find that some things are pretty consistent, um, and I find some things that I wouldn't have expected. Um, I didn't expect going back that 6 would be one of my favorites, but I really liked 6, um, and I liked the mechanic they had in six of hiding the beat letters and just each stage having some hidden stuff in it that you had to try and find um which of course they did in the the x games as well so um i uh i'm probably halfway through seven now and uh once i finish that i'll play mega man and base and then uh i'll move on to mega man eight and then nine and then ten and then by then, the X Collection will be out, and I'll go through those games. So my current plan is to go through all of the mainline ones, then all the um, uh, X games, and then Mega Man Legends 1 and 2. Uh, and then I bought, because um, I found it, it, it was like 45 and $50 everywhere I looked online, but I found a GameStop that had it for 17 so I bought the Zero Collection as well yes. on DS. Uh, which those games are really good, so I was Absolutely. glad I was able to find it cheap. Uh, they're hard as can be, but I, they're really good. So are you gonna play ZX and ZX Advent? It depends. Um, those are like Metroidvanias using the zero mechanics. Yeah, so they're they're on my list, but I'm saving those for last. They're not. They're time sinks. Yeah, they're not. Uh, they're not high priorities for me. Uh, but um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm making my way through. So I'm I uh, here. I better hurry it up. I found, by the way, how to check uh, how much money you spent on Steam. Oh, you did? Yeah. And I don't want to talk. About it. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost four grand. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> What's the website? Uh, you just go into, so everybody at home can do this. You go to help at the top of Steam, and you go to Steam support. And then you go down to my account. And I, then, I, I feel like if I boot up Steam right now, it's going to update it. Probably. Yeah. Then you go to my account, and then you go to data related to my account. And then okay. you can scroll down and go external funds used. <laughs> And then it tells you your amount in U.S. dollars. So remember, three, almost four grand. I'm Canadian. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm good then. 
Total spent six hundred and eighty one dollars. Wow. That's not too bad. No. Considering how long Steam's been running? Nah. I'm I'm pretty sure mine this is not a joke, I'm pretty sure mine would be zero dollars. Yeah, I don't think I don't I've think spent... I've ever actually spent any money on Steam. Yeah, I I'm trying not to load mine up, but it's saying updating Steam and God knows how long that's gonna take. Yeah. At the end of the podcast we'll update you on how far Steam's updated. Yeah, it's uh it's still updating. Anyway, uh anything else? Um yeah, no, I played um I've played a lot actually of um I've been kind of out and about for the last couple of weeks including a couple of days in Dallas, so I haven't exactly had time to play some of the the stuff I would have played if I was home, but um I played um a decent amount actually actually of um uh, uh oh my gosh why can't I not remember the name of it um link between worlds god I kept wanting to say link to the past over and over again and I kept reminding myself in my head that's not what it's called well I mean to be fair that's a you're not too far off. No, yeah. But, um, yeah, Link, uh, Link Between Worlds. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm way late to the party on that. But um, it's really, really good. So, Yeah, that's uh, really good. My goal now is um, to go back and uh, try and clear out some backlog and um, play some stuff that... Um, I never went back and finished like um, Far Cry Five and um, Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, so that's my my fondling is going to be kind of boring for a while. I found my Steam amount one hundred and sixty dollars. That's not bad. Not bad at all. What exactly did you buy? I don't know. It just it just gave me the dollars. I don't know what I've actually bought. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, anything else, Ryan? Is that it? Nope, that's it. Alright. Uh, then I will round this out. I've played a lot of stuff, but I'm not going to go through all of it. Um, I did finish Omega Strike. I love that fucking game. Go buy that game. It's incredible. Had a ball with it. Uh, Omega Boost. Omega Boost. Uh, <laughs> Just just to say I did it, I loaded up Minecraft on the Switch, and I got an Xbox Live achievement. Nice. Just <laughs> just so I could say I did it. That's kind of rad, actually. Um, I'm. Uh, <clears throat> did you did you play with anyone from Xbox? No. Or did you no. just start it? Up? I just booted it up and got the <laughs> open your inventory achievement. And it even pops up and makes the little sound. I was like, oh, uh, oh, cool. Um, I played a bunch of indie games. I'm only going to talk about the ones that were interesting. There's a game called Heimrich. Is that how you say it? H-A-I-M-R-I-K? <clears throat> this is a context-sensitive, like, story-based game. So you're moving this little character through the world, and then there's, like, the story is being told in words below the level that he's walking on. And 
some of the words in the story are context sensitive, so when you step on them, you hold down the Y button. So say, for example, you're walking across a bridge and the story's telling you that your character was walking across the bridge and was attacked by archers, and then Heimrich used uh, his arrows to shoot back at them. So you walk to the word arrows and you hold the Y button and then he gets arrows and then you can shoot them at the people. Um, huh. It's really... That sounds pretty neat. Yeah, it's really kind of cool. Like, it's it's a different kind of take on the... And what is this on? Uh, I played it on Xbox. I think it's on everything, though. And how is it spelled again? H-A-I-M-R-I-K. I'm assuming that's Heimrich or Heimrich or something. It's a neat game. Uh, yeah, okay. I play. Oh it. wow! Visually, it's yeah. Okay. It looks like a... I've seen this. It's weird. Looks yeah. like it's um drawn and pop up book almost. Very interesting art style, and that art style translates into the game. It's uh, it's very cool. Uh, I played a little bit of the crew too. Not enough to talk much about it. Uh, I can say the planes control like ass. Uh, That's great. It looks incredible uh, running on the X, like visually. It's it's really, really pretty. Um, but again, I've only played like two or three races, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. I know a lot of people, our reviewer who was John, John's back to reviewing games now. Yay. Uh, Yay. He did not like that game. <laughs> So. Yeah, I've uh, another podcast which we have talked about before. Um, they uh, they weren't big in it either. Um, yeah, I don't, and, I don't, uh, I, I can't and, and, say. And, and and honestly, generally the the um, the pe- like people that have been playing it have been like, it looks really nice. I don't get it, and like, yeah, it sounds like a Ubisoft game with planes and cars and boats instead of people running around driving cars and boats. I don't, I don't think know. planes have been in any of theirs. But. I don't know. I, it's a weird game. Like, who asked for the crew to? <laughs> like, I still don't know who asked for I'd like to. I'd, I'd like to think that um, uh, Yves Gamal walked in and demanded that he gets the crew to. <laughs> okay. Uh, I played Luminous Remastered. I still don't quite know that I understand how to play Luminous, but that's okay. It's a neat game. Has anybody else played Luminous here? No, I have not. Uh-huh. Not not the new one. I mean, I've played Luminous, but not the new one. Is it not like Chime? I, mm, like what? Kind of like Chime, now that you mention it, yeah. Yeah, know what okay. Chime is. So. Chime is a was an indie game um, where I think like all the money went to like charity, um, but you had to you got like Tetris pieces and then you had to fill in um, a grid, and there's a line that comes across and plays music once it hits those blocks. So it's always playing music, but then like as you place blocks down, it adds parts of the music tracks back, and you're trying to get combos um, based off of square shapes. Um, and from what I've heard about Luminous, it's very similar to that. Similar, yeah. I don't know, I guess I just, like, when I play that game, like, I get that the music is what causes the combos. Um, but, like, I don't know, I just get really bored playing it. Like, I make it to about the second or third color, and then I'm like, I really just want to be done. 
like, I'm just not having fun. Like, it's not a game for me. I, I understand a lot of people love that game, but I don't know. It's just never been a thing for me. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, also played Crash on the Xbox. That game is still good. Like Crash Bandicoot? Yeah, the trilogy came out for Switch and Xbox and PC this week. Did it get any uh, X updates? Yeah, it's X enhanced. It runs at native 4K and has HDR. Mm. It looks real good. I'm not going to lie, it looks real, real good. Um, but it is still the same game. And I guess the PS4 version got patched for HDR. Um, but no, it's Crash. It's a fucking balls hard and great. So... Uh, <clears throat> and then I played through Near Automata Ending A again on Xbox One. Um, How long does that usually take? Uh, Ending A, this time running through since I knew what I was doing, took about nine hours. Yeah, that sounds all right. I was going to say eight, but yeah. Yeah, I'm about... I it's the longest part. I did I did quite a few of the side quests going through. Um, I did a couple that I did I hadn't done on PS4, like the Lost Girl, which was hilarious when she started asking how babies are made. Hmm. Um, I also did the picture one for the first time. I didn't do the picture one on PlayStation Four. Picture one. The picture stamps in, um, the, in the amusement park. You got to collect the ten yeah. stamps. Yeah. Um, I love that game, and I started Path B last night. And I will I will do the five endings again because fuck everybody go buy that game. <laughs> I'm just really glad that like I've seen a lot of people now that it's out on Xbox who don't have a PS4 playing it and they've been enjoying themselves with it too. That's a really good game. It was my favorite game of last year. So yeah, that game is play that game. Very very good. Uh, also, I love the the Xbox version had all the DLC. So you can get a pod uh, that's the Grimoire from the first yeah. game, and he actually talks. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Um, I think that's all the big stuff that I've played. I think. Yes. Uh, we didn't get to talk about it last week, but I did play Mario Tennis Aces. That game is very good. It's it's very hard though. Very hard. Uh, that's it, I think. Um, I'd like to tell you there's a lot of games coming out this week. But there's not. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution's getting its retail release this week. It's been out digitally yeah. for like three weeks. You tried that? Yeah, yeah, I reviewed it. What'd you think? It's fine. Um, it... <laughs> It's exactly what you think it is. It's a Jurassic Park park simulator. Uh, my biggest gripes with it were that the free mode is not available until you do like the tutorial. Um, also, another gripe I have with it is that like it's very deep. Like there's a lot of underlying systems, and sometimes I don't feel like I really want to deal with that stuff. I just want to build a park full of dinosaurs. And <laughs> it's I get what they're doing. Like it makes it a better game. The fact that you can send out you know, uh, research teams to, you know, research new dinosaurs and be able to mix genes and, and make dinosaurs different. And, you know, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, but sometimes you spend more time doing that stuff. Like, this isn't a game where you build and sit back and watch your money roll in. You are constantly micromanaging something. 
which I think is better. I, I mean, mean unless people... you really wanted to sit back, but I mean, I don't know. I at some point, like most, like you know, I guess people want to have that part where you just kind of watch my hit dinosaurs the end. eat people. Well, I mean. <laughs> Alright, then yes, this game... <laughs> Alright, yeah, never mind. My point is, yeah, invalid, you're right. That's all I want to see. No, no, I'll just say, it's... Uh, no, I get that a lot of people like that kind of stuff, but even games like City Skylines, there'll be moments in that game where you just kind of got to sit there and let everything play out. Yeah. And in this game, that never happens. You're constantly... I prefer that. Yeah, you're constantly doing something. I... Can you, can you lower uh, sheep... And goats into you can build cages. Uh, you can build separate carnivore and herbivore feeding areas and yes one of them has a goat. Oh, thank God! Uh, also, if you play this game, don't don't breed raptors because they escape and kill. Everybody. Yep, they escape constantly. <laughs> no matter how much you do, they will always escape, and it just it's amazing. Yeah, it's <laughs> don't breed raptors. Just saying. Uh, anyway, uh, Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered Edition, uh, which I am playing, but for some reason cannot talk about. Uh, mm. Can you not talk about your thoughts on it? I mean... I have a question about it in general. It's the same game you played seven years ago. I, but it doesn't have the DLC with it? Uh, there was DLC for the first game? I'm pretty sure there was. I don't remember the DLC. I know that the multiplayer is there and that nobody is playing it. Well, man. Which means it's exactly the same as it was when the first <laughs> game came out. <laughs> uh, yeah. And if, uh, I know Wombat probably remembers, but we tried. Yep. Action Grill had three downloadable expansion packs. The first part of these is Demons of the Badlands, which was an er- a new area. Oh, uh, yes. Serving as a... Um, then there's the multiplayer pack, which, I you know mean... What? The multiplayer was actually pretty fun once you played it. We had a ball well, with it, we could just never find anybody to play it with. Play, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, sweet, I got the remastered version for free. Yeah, because it's uh, the PC version. Does it really not have the DLC? Like, I, I totally forgot I'm, about the Badlands. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure if the, the, uh, really remastered... DLC. I think the PC version gets the DLC. That's a weird omission. Uh, um. Alright, I'll figure out. Uh, Alright, you figure that out, yeah. But I played it and I can't give my impressions on it, but it's. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, Runbow is coming to PS4 this week. I know Drew likes that game. I like Rumbo a lot. Very good game. Yeah. If you have friends, it's a really good uh, game to play against each other as well. Yep. Hey, there's a Warhammer game coming out this week. It must be another week. Uh, what, type wh- of, what type of game is it? I don't know. It's Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor Martyr. I don't That's know. too many words. I don't know. That's a lot of words. Uh, what the box... This is literally it's literally an online FPS where everybody's a box. Okay. Alright. I don't I'm sure. Sounds cool. <sighs> uh Switch still gets its normal 
flood of indie games. Uh, Spirit Sphere, DX, Runbow, Nekopara, Volume 1, uh, Samurai Showdown 5, Awkward, Dise- Disease, Hidden Object, Johnny Turbo's Arcade, Too Crude, Miles and Kilo, whatever that is, uh, Mushroom Wars 2, Pocket Rumble, Pocket Rumble I am interested in. That is the game that is like in the art style of Neo Geo Fighters from the Neo Geo Pocket Color. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that game looks cool. Uh, Squid's Odyssey, Super Rock Blasters, The Journey Down, Chapter 3, uh, Ultra Space Battle Brawl, Yuso, and The Wardrobe. Uh, what happened to the lion and the witch? Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, PC games coming out this week. Um, huh. Not a very good week. But we do have the Sumerian Blood colon Gilgamesh against the gods. Wow. <laughs> and then Heart of Dixie's coming out. Um, that seems timely. And my bingo. My bingo. As opposed to your bingo. Because fuck your bingo. Don't you touch my bingo. <laughs> okay, so I I now found out the reason why I thought that. Somebody had written, an, one of the bigger sites, and I won't say who, had written an article. And was like, it's unclear. Um, and it sounds like you're not, you're not getting the DLC or whatever. And then they had to go back on it and say, whoops, no, it's actually... So, yes, the Red Faction Gorilla Re- Remastered Edition does include all the DLC. Okay. No matter what you what you get it on. Well, it's a good thing the multiplayer pack will be useless because uh, there's nobody playing that game. <laughs> and I'm assuming nobody will be playing it Tuesday. Come on, because let's be frank, as fun as that multiplayer was, people played that game, they played it to play the single player and kill people with the ostrich hammer. Ostrich hammer. That's what it's called. I know, I just forgot about the ostrich hammer. Yeah, because it looks like an ostrich. It's fucking, oh my god. You know, they did add a ostrich hammer, like you're literally walking around with an ostrich. Yes, yeah, they did. Yeah. Pretty oh, good. that game was, that game was good. Remember when Volition made fun games and was at full staff? Poor Volition. We do have some emails, and it's a good thing Drew's here, because his first email is, uh, is addressed to Drew to begin with. Great. This email comes from Antonio. <clears throat> he says, I remember Drew talking about how he met the now Mrs. Drew Tanadonaluski. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I am curious as to how long you have been with your spouses, Ken and Ryan, as for Anthony, I would ask the same question of you, but I don't think it's legal to marry your sister. But oh, boy. Don't fret. Don't let the absence of a marriage certificate deter you and your sister from the love that was meant to be. Wow. Uh, uh, I, hope you, 2000- I hope you felt ashamed writing that out. He did. He did. Since 2006. Yeah. It's about the same for me. I can't remember if it was 2005 or 2006. It's a long time. Over a decade. Over a decade. Mm -hmm. Although, oddly enough, 
we uh, started doing this podcast like a week before my wife and I got together. So I have officially been with this podcast longer than my wife. <laughs> we were here first, Wombat. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> his email also says, I was disappointed with the Command & Conquer mobile game review. Uh, the fact that they haven't made a music game and called it CNC Music Factory is a damn tragedy. Mastery. Full of jams that has to be pumped nah. to your ears get sore. <laughs> Live from Brooklyn out to the California seashore. <laughs> Uh, I was also wondering what do you think the last major first party swan song of the PS4 will be just based on timing a few of my predictions are Horizon Zero Dawn God of War and Death Stranding or possibly the next Gran Turismo even though I think the next GT should just be a launch title I don't are they going to make another Gran Turismo ever like a next numbered one I think they need to make Gran Turismo 8 and kind of reboot the series it is eight, I right? I think it's I seven. No, is it seven? Pretty sure it's seven. Grand Turismo Six was on yes, the last three. one on PS3, and they didn't make one for PS4 with a number. It's just uh, sport. Yeah, sport. Yeah, I think you put a number on it and revive that series, but it's not coming this generation. I don't think we see another God of War on the PS4. And if you, we do, it's one of those. It's on both. Cross gen, yeah, yeah. I, I, only because, only because um, they've they were. It hasn't been that long since they've actually finished that game. From the sounds of it, like when that game was done, it was on shelves, sort of thing. Like there wasn't a lot of space between that time. Um, from the sounds of it. Uh, they put a lot of effort into that. So to have them write another story off of this, even though I know they have ideas, um, I can't imagine that. I don't know about Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. Because that's got to be, like, uh, unlike, well, I mean, God of War has the same issue. Um, that's a lot of world that you physically have to build. And it's not like it's just randomly generated stuff. It is all handcrafted. So that alone, I imagine, is a ton of time, plus the story, I plus all the voice acting. I, it just seems like it would be right at that time, like, you know, five years is what I'd say, or four years. Like, I can't imagine the turnaround on those being as quick as we'd want them to be, I'm sure, but, like, I, I also almost, want to call it a game. I almost kind of feel like we, we've we seen the swan songs for the PS4. Yeah. Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima... Mm. You know, and let's... honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it's if um, Ghost of Tsushima is the last game to release. Everything does that have a date yet? No, none of the games yeah. Sony showed so... have a date except for Spider Man. That's the year, right? Yeah, Spider Man's yeah. in like fucking nine weeks, dude. Oh no, god! <laughs> god, part of me tells me like you can do without Spider Man. You've got to go and do other stuff, and then part of me is just like, but that's swinging, though. <laughs> I can so definitely good. do without Spider-Man because I have like 50 million games sitting that's here that I haven't it. finished. That's just it. It's it's that, but it's also like, but it's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Laura found out. Laura found out that Red Dead Redemption comes out two days after my birthday, so she's like, "I found my your birthday present," and I was like. I don't know if I should even play that right now because I I haven't even beat The Witcher three yet. You haven't beat Zelda, Drew. I haven't, I haven't even beat Zelda. I haven't even beat a divine beast in Zelda yet. 
Yeah. You, honestly, you just just head towards the final boss. <laughs> just... Oh yeah. I, tr- be... I tried that once. It didn't work out. All right. Say, well, you know. I'm sure somebody out there has done that, right? Oh yeah. Of course, absolutely. of course. Like two days after the game came out. What yeah. are you talking about? Put a... It's, just went straight from waking up to going fighting yeah, Ganon. You, yeah. you hit a rock. You hit a rock with a hammer enough times while it's frozen, and then you just ride the rock into the final boss room, basically. I'm sure Games Done Quick had that, right? Yep. I don't know if they've actually had a actual speed run on their show yet. For Zelda for or Breath of the Wild? Wild? Yeah, I don't think they've had that yet. Huh? That kind of shocks watching me that game was quick. I think the record mm-hmm. is something like 20 minutes or something. Yeah, I, I'm wondering if it's just because uh, I'm wondering if it's like too random. Like that, Those are perfect runs pulled out of however many times they've attempted that. I don't know. I just, I'd, I've been going through because right now they're updating because uh, it's Summer Games done quick so they keep uploading stuff and I haven't seen uh, Breath of the Wild from last year or this year so far. Uh, next email comes in from Daryl, and Daryl, I know maybe you didn't mean to do this, but you sent it from your work account, and I only no, no. I only noticed that because there's a confidentiality notice at the bottom of the email. So now <laughs> I know where you work. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but he says, hello, nerds. Just a few comments as far as what Microsoft should do with the next Xbox when it comes out. Let's call it Xbox 2 for now. They should make all pre-existing Xbox One titles playable on the new console, along with any backwards 360 compatible games. I think they're I think going to do that. Already confirmed that, right? That's what Phil said. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, this would ensure that new adopters would be new adopters would be comfortable knowing that their existing library isn't left to rot, or pull the crap other consoles do by not making their games backwards compatible or by selling them as reissues. They cannot. Sorry, Sony. Uh, they cannot and should not make games on the new hardware playable on the original Xbox One or S. So they should move forward with new games saying playable best on Xbox 2 and also playable on Xbox One X. This is similar to what phones do, making games available on only the most recent iOS or type of phone. Or what Nintendo did with the new 3DS, they cannot scale down every game to run on the Xbox One. That would be like making PS3 games playable on PS1 consoles. Shouldn't even try, too many resources would be needed. But I kind of want to see that, so... You know, if someone wants to do that. Let's let's not do that. Uh, as far as E3 goes, I think the best of the show was Cyberpunk, Ghost of Tsushima, and Spider-Man. And can Spider-Man will outsell Forza 4 2 to 1? I mean, people took real offense to that. I don't... I don't you guys got mad about that, too. Forza sells I just a think lot of wrong. games. I just, yeah, I, I just, just think you're... I think... Yeah, but you have to realize that, like, you have to, like, driving games to some extent. And Spider-Man is Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> Spider-Man you know what I mean? Spider-Man. Well, no, like, like the Spider-Man selling movies right now, do you not think it might push consoles? Oh, come on. I don't on. think anyone's going to be like, Forza. Oh, no, 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 no. Forza you know is mean? the game that the Xbox fanboys will pull on and be like, yeah, it's the best game out. I'll buy it even if I don't like racing games. Yeah, no. Yeah. Okay, well, then you do you. <laughs> All right. But, like, um... Yeah, no, I, I think I think it's like I don't think the the sales numbers will be so far gone. It'll be like two to one, but like I don't, I don't know. I, like I, right I, away, right away, absolutely not. There's, I'm sorry. Like I think a lot of people love Forza. I like Forza. I'll probably pick up Forza when it comes out. 
But um, <laughs> I just know that Spider-Man is also Spider-Man. Truthfully, that, which is, that's a lot. Truthfully, I totally forgot as well. Forza will definitely not outsell it because it's in fucking Game Pass. Oh God, never mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, never mind. Yeah, I didn't even think about the Game Pass. <laughs> Like, Oof. most Xbox people will probably have game... That, that thing is kind of big, so... Yeah, I'll probably just buy Game Pass, I'll be honest. Yeah, see? That's, uh, uh, the biggest disappointments of E3 were there were very few exclusives are coming out this year. The big titles for the holiday season, not including multi-platform, are Nintendo Smash Brothers, PS4 Dragon Quest and Spider-Man, and Xbox Forza Horizon 4. That's it. I, I'm not upset with that, because there's still a bunch of games that are coming out. Like, I don't mind not having exclusives... Yeah, I don't. I I understand why exclusives are important to console holders. I don't know yes. why they're important to gamers. I think it's just like if you own, like maybe if you own both consoles, like all consoles, you know, like yeah, then it's like why am I turning on my Xbox? I suppose, but like, sure. At the same time, like there's still plenty of stuff to play, so I'm not really too upset. Yeah, I, you know, I'm one of those people that owns everything, so I get to play everything. But if you're one of those people that only buys one console, you know what games are going to be on those machines, so kind of go with what you want, you know? Right. And I get it, it like, with Spider-Man, I get it, because it's like, you know, a couple of years ago, you probably wouldn't have, well, a couple of years ago before it was announced, um, you know, the next Spider-Man game might have come to Xbox, had it, the deal not been made with Sony, right? So I can understand being disappointed about that, but otherwise, it's like, you knew... Like, Unch- or, uh, Uncharted and Last of Us and God of War were going to be PS4 exclusives. Yeah. You know? Those are Sony franchises. Um, sure, when you get newer stuff like Horizon Zero Dawn, I can understand being disappointed. But, like, as a PlayStation 4, like, before I got my Xbox One, Sunset Overdrive was a disappointment for me that I couldn't play because I didn't have an Xbox One. So... You know, it happens, but it's not. It's not also not the end of the world. I end up buying an Xbox One. They go on sale. Yeah, he says that is it. In fact, Xbox only had Forza Horizon Three and Gears Four in 2016, and Forza Seven in 2017, and now Forza Horizon Four in 2018 for its holiday offerings. Three holidays, and that's it. Not good at all. What has Shannon Loftus and Phil Spencer been doing in the last three years? I'm surprised that the Xbox has still been plugging along. I have all consoles. Don't call me a hater. I can I can tell you why reason why a big big part of the reason why uh, Xbox does well is because their consoles also because of how many versions there are. They are also one of the cheaper consoles on the market. So when you can get most of the games that you can get for a PlayStation Four, and you're buying for yourself. There's a lot of games that you can play on Xbox One. Plus, you have the 360 backwards compatibility. Like, there's a lot of... Like, if you just want to play video games and you're not really worried about... Like, if you just want to play your Maddens and stuff, like, it's cheaper to buy an Xbox. The biggest games in the world right now are on everything. Fortnite, yeah. Call of Duty, Minecraft, you know, Madden, FIFA... And, well, your, and, and, and now that there's um, cross-play with... Uh, Xbox and Switch and PC and mobile for a lot of these games. Like, why, if those are the games you want to play, why wouldn't you get an Xbox when the PlayStation 4 is locked to, like, PC and PlayStation 4 only? And they give, they, they practically give you S's anyway. Not to mention the <laughs> I mean, Xbox, yeah. not to mention the Xbox has PUBG, which was huge for a while. And, and, 
and Sony, the they rarely have bundles, and when they do, they're usually more expensive because they're like a special version PS4. At least in Canada, like I know the Uncharted bundle was more expensive because it was an Uncharted console, which goes against having a bundle to some extent. Um, and like when I bought my Xbox One, I got two games with it. That's still a thing that you can get with like an S. They'll give you a game that's inside, and then the store will also have another game on top of that. So there's a lot of deals with Xbox as well. So they do it that way. They also have. I, Personally, they've been having better sales on digital games. Um, they've been doing all the things that Sony was doing for a long time, and they're doing that on the business side, even though they don't have necessarily the same exclusives. Yeah, it's we've reached the point in the generation where all of us have the machine we want or have gotten to the point where we own all the machines. So it's now the general population that these machines are kind of catering to. And the reason why Xbox still sells well is because, like you said, a lot of times it's cheaper. It comes with games. It's backwards compatible with 360 stuff, so that means something to the people out there. And, you know, it, like you said, it's got fucking Fortnite, and if kids can play Fortnite with the Switch players and the mobile players and all that stuff, then... And that's the game that kids want right now, and Roblox, and, you know, it's... The, the Xbox is the place where kids want to be if, if they don't want to switch. Because it's all that stuff that they want. Which, and kids are a big part of the market. Which I think Sony forgets frequently. Yep. It's, uh, it's that time of the generation. Uh, he also says, uh, I was hoping we would see the last night shown in 2017 and something on below, but there was nothing. Although they are both supposed to be out this year. Red Dead. Um, the last night? I don't know what that is. Oh, is that the, hold on? I think I know. That's the um, that's the indie game that they showed. Um, oh, is that the uh, guitar guy? No, that's the one that was like cyberpunkish, but with pixel art. Oh, I remember. Do you remember that? Yeah. And then there was a big kerfuffle over the developer or whatever saying yep. something on Twitter at one point. Yeah, um, I'm not surprised we haven't seen that because I wouldn't be surprised if that's another five years off, and. Um, uh, the other one was uh, Below. I don't think we've ever seen that. Uh, he says, Red Dead Missing sucked, but not surprising since it is Rockstar. I have a feeling it will get delayed. You cannot even pre-order it on Amazon. Uh, it's not being delayed. That game's coming out. Yeah, don't don't trust Amazon for not... Ha- like, Amazon's having... I think you could have just ended the sentence games. after the word Amazon. Yeah. Don't, don't trust Amazon. Jeff Bezos just likes your money. He's coming for your money. Oh, that too. Uh, anyway, recommendations. Uh, I've been playing the Xbox game preview of Divinity Original Sin 2. You can get a free three-hour trial or buy the game in full and get to play the first chapter now and the rest in August when it is released, which is about 20 hours from what I've heard. Uh, it's similar to Baldur's Gate or Pillars of Eternity, but this new one is considered a masterpiece. This version is pretty much done and very polished. Check it out. Uh, also, God of War was put on the gaming back burner. Played about 15 hours of it. Uh, as has State of Decay 2. Still fun. Um, I lost my place. Believe it or not, uh, of all of my backlog games that I have been playing, also include Yakuza 6, Assassin's Creed Origin, and Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I have decided to go back into The Witcher 3. Um, Yay. I finished... <laughs> I finished the main campaign last year and yesterday finished the first expansion, Hearts of Stone. 
Uh, amazing. It was about 15 hours long, and I received a rare achievement after I finished Heart of Stone, as only 8% finished it. That is really unfortunate, as it is an amazing game and expansion, and so few seem to finish it. I have just started the last expansion. Yeah, Drew. <laughs> Dude, I mean, what am I supposed to do? Stop playing Overwatch. I've been playing more than just Overwatch, trust me. Uh, I have just started to play the last expansion, Blood and Wine, and it looks great. Uh, that is supposed to be about 30 hours long. I've already put 300 hours into it, uh, so what's a few more? It's my game of all time. Drew really needs to get back to playing that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah I know. it's just cruel. Uh, lastly, good to hear John and Jay again. It seems they don't have a lot of time to play games, so it would be good to have them on the podcast once a month or so, which is pretty much Drew's schedule, to talk about what uh, games they actually have been able to check out. And other thoughts. Anyway, sorry for the long email, but it's been a while. Happy gaming. That was a very long email. Anyway, I forgot to do news. You want to do some news? Oh, yeah. You know what? I forgot news existed. <laughs> Because it was last week, we did we missed. Oh God, uh, two weeks in a row. So fuck it, let's talk about Overwatch, Drew. Sure. Oh God, there's a goddamn hamster coming to Overwatch. I know. This makes me want to play Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> he rolls around. He, he's kind of like Samus, but he's a hamster in a mech suit. Yes, he is. Yes, he and is. he can grapple the stuff and become a wrecking ball. Yep. So, and he he has Diva's uh, victory pose. Oh God! Where he's laying on the mech backwards doing the peace sign. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Does he jump out of the mech yeah. and then do a selfie? Oh God, I hope so. God, Me I too. hope so. Uh, oh, Me yeah. too. Uh, so yeah, he is. Uh, his name is uh, Wrecking Ball, uh, but the hamster's name is Hammond. Uh, he is due sometime before the end of summer, I believe. Probably release him during the summer event, yeah. I would think. Uh, Fortnite Season 5 is being continuously teased. Apparently there's what? a rocket flying around or something, or getting okay. ready to launch. Or I don't I don't keep up with Fortnite, so I don't know the answer to these questions. Like My, my question is, is like, what has changed? Like, first of all, Season 4? Or seasons, like, literal seasons? Because that game hasn't been out that long. Well, it's isn't, like Overwatch... is usually a year? Overwatch has seasons, too, and they're up to 11 for competitive. Okay. So it's not uh, it's not a yearly thing, because that would just be insane. Like, Alright, well, I, I didn't know, because I know that, like, I think Halo would reset, like, either every six months or, like, every 12 months. Yeah, it's Fortnite kind of does it like patches, like they add new stuff. Okay, at the that, beginning that's of what I was going to say. Yeah, I don't, I don't play Fortnite, so I don't know, but I know Overwatch, like season eleven competitive, just started yesterday. So, well, I'm glad that they keep doing stuff with the game. I feel really bad for the people that wanted to save the world Fortnite because yeah, that game is you're... that game is it's really gone. Good. Yeah. Um, bunch of new games are coming to Xbox Game Pass in July. Uh, including Warhammer Vermintide 2, uh, which is releasing day and date into if Game Pass. If you're wanting Left 4 Dead, there you go. Uh, what else is dropping there? Uh, Fallout 3, uh, Human Fall Flat, uh, Bombing Run, I think is what it's called. That's also dropping day and date. 
that it releases. I like when they do stuff like that. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, smaller indie stuff? No, no, no. Just when they release a brand oh. new game straight into yeah, Game yeah. Pass that is not first party. I think that's cool. So I forgot to mention that I also played Human Fall Flat. I like, I like that game. I, I hate that game. <laughs> <laughs> My son really enjoys it, and he wants to play it all the time, and I hate it. It's so it frustrating those, to me. Is that one of those weird physics games? Yeah, it's a physics yes. puzzler. And the controls are like bad on purpose. Yep. Yeah, I know. It's awful. I can't play it. It frustrates the crap out of me. Uh, games with gold were announced. Um, Splinter Cell Conviction for the 360, Virtua Fighter 5 for the 360, Death Squared, and Assault Android Cactus for Xbox One. Pretty decent, um, twin stick shooter. Assault Android Cactus is incredible. I really, yeah. really like that game. Um, I'm looking for the PlayStation Plus games. I know it was Heavy Rain. Uh, hey, play honestly. Like as much as I like giving uh, David Cage uh, a lot of uh, crap, uh, that's I, Drew. Would you agree that's probably his best game until Detroit? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So play that game. I'm just gonna not say anything. I I actually really like that game. I hate that game. <laughs> I know you it's, do. It's a lot better than Indigo Prophecy, Omicron, and Beyond. I never played Beyond, so I don't know. Yeah, you know, but but saying Beyond's a mess. Actually, I actually enjoyed Omicron. Let's just say, oh, you know, saying I only like the Bowies in it. Saying a turd is less smelly than another turd is not really not really a compliment. Um, here's an interesting tidbit: Shinmu Three on the PC takes up more hard drive space than The Witcher Three and Skyrim combined. Yep, all those facial emotions. What are they? Are they mining Bitcoin in the background? Emotion, emotion. Uh, Super Bomberman R got a patch this week that added a bunch of new characters, uh, and one of them happened to be Regular and Naked Snake. Guess who does the voices? David Hater. David Hater. That's right. So Konami managed to get David Hater back. Well, it was never Konami that didn't want David Hater. Yeah, I know. That. Remember that, folks. I know. It was, remember, remember, it was Kojima. All, it, was your, it was your favorite Kojima. Remember when you complained about him not voicing Snake, and now you've all changed that opinion? Yeah, that was that was Kojima that said, oh, I don't want him. Nobody nobody changed their opinion because Kiefer, oh, people, Kiefer people, Well, no, there's, I've seen more and more people going, well, it worked for the character at the time. Get out. You wanted you wanted David Hater. I remember reading everybody complaining that it wasn't David Hater. Get out. I love David Hater for his cheesy acting. It's great. You know what? I I don't know. I don't want to bring it up, but I could think of some better ways he could have done Metal Gear Solid Five that would have worked out with Keith or Sutherland. Like um, having Kiefer play only one of them? Play, I'd say, have Keither play the guy you're playing as, and then yes. at the end of the game, you find out he's decoy octopus. Yeah. Let's just say Metal Gear Solid Five wasn't exactly the story anybody was looking for. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, Metal Gear Solid Five was gameplay not the game was great. Was, game was, I, game was game, super fun, but that game should not have been a Metal Gear game. <laughs> Metal Gear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not a Metal Gear game. I don't care what anybody says. Uh. Uh. 
but it had stealth espionage action. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh... it, also had, it also had three boss fights. Name a Metal Gear game that has less than three boss fights. Uh, well, I turned off Metal Gear Solid 4 pretty quickly, so... Ah, there was a ton of boss fights in Metal Gear Solid I know. 4. I yeah. know. The joke was that I turned... The, the, the real boss fight was fighting through the cutscenes. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, I... Oh, I mean, they I also... Uh, the other, the other, some of the other characters they've added uh, to Super Bomberman are other Konami games that don't get love, like Silent Hill's uh, Pyramid Head and Goemon from Mystical Ninja. Yep. Those Pyramid Head bang mannequins in Bomberman? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, but does he? I don't think so, but I haven't played. But I'm not buying Bomberman R at full price to give you give it a shot. Like. No, I'm good. Okay. Uh, I think that's all the news I have. There's not a lot of news going on. It's after E3. I just need to be playing some video games. Let's head over to Twitter. Jeremy, speaking of just playing some video games, got the Diablo 3 bug again. Fourth time I've purchased that game. What games have you guys purchased multiple times? <laughs> Why'd you ever get rid of it? Oh god! Um, like when he says that, just like games we got rid of and then bought again, or just games I own multiple copies of. Oh, I mean, because like if that's the case, there's way too many to count. Um, you see, can it be both? Because then everybody's answer is Resident Evil Four, right? Actually, I don't know <laughs> my answer. I only <laughs> I bought, bought Resident game. Evil yeah, Four once. Yeah, I know once. you didn't. <laughs> I've only bought Resident Evil Four once. Thank God. I've bought um, that game many times. But there's yeah. a bunch of... Well, I borrowed it from a friend, um, and then I bought the PS4 version of when it came out. It's, it's, it's very simple for me. It's called Mortal Kombat 2. Um, yeah. I've, I only own probably 15 different versions of that game. Hmm. That's a good question. Diablo 3 may be very well be it. But you only bought three copies of that, right? That's all you can have. That's what I'm saying. That, I mean, have you really not had a game that you bought more than three copies of? <sighs> three is not a lot. Uh, what about geez. Mega Man? What about Mega Man yeah. 1 or 2? I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really it for me. I mean, I own Mega Man 3 at least three times, I know. Uh, You know, I honestly don't know. I would guess the amount of times I've purchased Super Mario World, Link to because because yeah. every single time you buy a new system from Nintendo, you have to buy the game again. Hey, you can't do that on the Switch. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you just can't buy it because I totally would have bought it again. Yeah, yeah. I hear that, Nintendo? Uh, you're fucking up. You're throwing away money. Out of I uh. I have five copies of Wonder Boy, The Dragon's Trap. Three of those are on PS4, one of them on Switch, and then the uh, original for Master System. Uh, I own multiple games on both PS3 and Xbox 360 because the Xbox One's backwards compatible, and I'd rather not turn on my PS3 because um, then you have to install off the Blu-rays, unfortunately. Um, I can't think of... I'm sure there's others. Like, the Mega Man Battle Network games, like, I own both versions of some of those. Um, but I don't even really count that because it's like owning both versions of a Pokemon game. Like, do they, are they really the same? 
Um, I know I bought like games like I bought Tie Two and uh, Mega Man Battle Network Three twice because I bought a box copy because they're some of my favorite games. Um, but uh, that's all I can think of. I have some games like PC and the, the console version, so that's only twice. So yeah, it's Wonder Boy with me for like, five. So it's got to be. Uh, Did I- you say you own three copies of it on PlayStation Four? Yes. How does I that the, work? Okay, so, well, I own technically four, because I have the digital version. I own the limited-run uh, collector's box with the C- CD soundtrack. Uh, I have the Play Asia version, um, which is the version produced by Arc System Works. And then I have the uh, Nicalis version, which is uh, the one that you can easily find in stores now. It's my favorite game of all time. I, otherwise, I wouldn't have done that. Interesting. But so, if you're gonna buy, honestly, if you're gonna buy, don't spend the money on uh, importing the version from uh, uh, Play Asia, and don't, don't, unless you really want the big box, which I have of um, Wonder Boy for PS4. Uh, don't buy the limited run version because that's super expensive now too. Just go and buy the Nicalis version that's on your local game store shelf because you get a bunch of goodies and you get a CD sampler for the soundtrack, which is fantastic. So I sometimes <laughs> wonder if like predominant PC player sit here and go, what the fuck are you talking about? I only have to buy one version of any game ever. You say that, but I own some, I own I own a couple games like Fallout. I own I've owned the original well Fallout, Fallout 2 and Fallout Tactics on Steam, and for the longest time those did not work. So I have a good old games version of each because those will run and I cannot I could not for the longest time get the Steam copies to run. Um so I and then I've had like uh, back when um, the, it's not Gamergate, it's Gamersgate, which was an old or uh, I think they're still around, but I don't know if anybody uses them. Um, I owned uh, Black Mirror two and three off of there, which is um, a point and click adventure series. It was the only way I could get. It. I had the first one on disc. I bought them off there. If I ever want to play them again, I have no idea how to even access that account to download them again, and it's a pain in the ass. So I own a Steam copy of them. It's unfortunately like not everything was on Steam at one point, and even then, like things that were on Steam a long time ago have not been patched to work. But then they work from the good old games version because the good old like uh, GOG is what I should call them because that's what they are now. Um, they uh, they will go in and make sure they run on modern consoles. So. Mm. Most of the time you're good, but sometimes like it just doesn't work out that way um, because you know PC can be a little bit finicky if it's an older game. All right, uh, I'm I really am starting to believe that Drew is Blue Apple Blue because <laughs> every time you're on the show, he sends like these long winded tweets. Oh God! <laughs> I want to answer him. Uh, well, let's see. Let's see what he says. Well, maybe maybe Drew's his favorite. Maybe we just all suck. But he doesn't, know, fine. He doesn't know Drew's on the show. Oh. <laughs> maybe he does. I see what you mean. I miss you what you mean. Yeah. He, he sends them ahead of time. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Uh, he says, are there any plans to overhaul the podcast? To be fair, you need to have a very Ooh. high IQ to understand the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Are we are we uh, Rick and Morty now? Is uh, that what this is? The references are subtle, and without a hard, solid grasp on gaming culture specifically and geek culture in general, it will fly over the head of a typical gamer. 
The fans understand it. They have the intellectual capacity and knowledge, discipline to truly appreciate the depth of the podcast. As a concept, oh yes, we have a ton of depth. Okay. I, have to, I have to. I have to pause here. The the running joke right now is that I've made out with my sister. Do you like? Are we gonna wait? That's a joke. That's, yeah, that's a that's a that's I a joke. You. you know what? I hate you. <laughs> as as a, I, you know what? Never mind. Just go on. Go on. As a consequence, people who dislike the podcast are truly idiots. I wow. Can, I can give some example of the cryptic reference, but it's wasted on them. I, can Jeez. I get a reference? What cryptic references are we making? He says, I am smirking right now, just imagining one of those normie simpletons scratching their head in confusion. Oh, I norm. pity them. I mean, I can send you a picture of me going, what references are you referring to that are so deep that people can't grasp them? For shizzle. I'm running with it. (laughs) (laughs) Confirmed. He's blue apple blue. Oh, man. Alright, here's a tweet that will make Wombat happy. Oh, God. Sean says, just getting around to Zelda after buying a Switch, and man, to use the word disappointment is an understatement. Maybe maybe it's because I'm just coming off of God of War, Assassin's Creed Origins, oh. and Horizon Zero Dawn, but the game's weapon degradation is something else. Such a put-off. Hey. It only sucks at the beginning. It gets better as you go along, but I totally understand that complaint, especially after coming off of God of War, which might be the best Zelda-ish game I've played in a long time. Does your weapons break in God of War? No. no. Game of no, the year. No, you have one... You have... You'll... Well... You only have one weapon. No. It's yeah. No, your weapons do not break in God of War. <laughs> if it broke, that'd be a real problem. <laughs> that would be a real problem. Just throw it. You come. It does not come back. And it's because broken. they do not break, they can create puzzles in God of War that are built around specific <laughs> weapons. <laughs> See, I knew he would enjoy that tweet. Yeah. Well. You know, because Ryan thinks Zelda Breath of the Wild is the worst game that came out last year. Absolutely. That's what I've said. Yeah, many times you've said that straight up. I have. You are correct. (laughs) The further I get away from Breath of the Wild, the the more I I agree with that statement. See, Anthony thinks it sucks, too. Yeah. Uh, it's not that it sucks. I just the more I think about it, I'm like, what was memorable about that game? And I'm like, that moment where I'm that moment that was purely of my own that you won't necessarily have experienced it the same way. Like the first time I saw a dragon <laughs> was terrifying, but that's just because of where I was standing. Like so, neat concepts. I really hope there's dungeons next time because that's not a thing that existed. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff where I go like, if I'm going to return to a Zelda game, I'm going to go to another one because like. Even the DLC doesn't interest me because it's just harder stuff, which was fine in like small portions. But like, I don't want a whole game that's even Tide Island. I don't. I don't think you could. I don't think you understand how Zelda critique works. Yeah, it's ten if, or zero. I get it. Uh, yeah, if you critique it, you think it sucks and you're a terrible person. So no, it's still that's my right. favorite, my second favorite game of last year. But there's a reason why Nier beat it. No, you just hate that game. You hate that's Breath fine. of the Wild. I, you know what? You just if, don't if have the means, intellectual it, capacity to handle. <laughs> if it means 
if it means that Nier is amazing and Breath of the Wild has to suck, then it's Nier is amazing every time. Automata, well, I can't defend the first one as much. Oh, this is funny. Oh, poor Breath of the Wild. Zero out of ten. Zero. Zero out of ten. Out of ten. Hey, I'm just saying, like, what did you give that, Ken? A nine out of ten? I'm Breath pretty sure I gave Breath of the Wild a ten out of ten because you know I'm pretty I, sure you gave it a ten. I have not critiqued that game because I am correct in that it is the best game. <laughs> I thought you gave that furious, a... furious <laughs> clicking. <laughs> Oh, Send no, me those hate a, mails. I love you them gave all. It, you gave it a 10 out of 10. I'm, you are correct. I was like, because you definitely gave God of War a 10 out of 10. I did. I did. And that's a much better game. No, no, that's incorrect. They're both They're both great games. They are both great games, but God of War's better. Nope. Absolutely. I, listen, I love Zelda. Listen, I hold on, hold on. I know the re- recurring joke is that I hate Zelda, <laughs> uh, but I actually love Zelda. Uh, God of War's better. Okay, here's here. Let me read. So the complaint. There's one bad complaint, like one bad point on Ken's review of Breath of the Wild, and it was weapon degradation. You want to know what the one bad point was for God of War? What? No photo mode yet, and that's been solved. So there we go. Using science. You, you are you notes. are using science of my own reviews against me. I don't know how I'll be able to move on. Dead or Alive. Dead or Alive 6, 10 out of 10. The music is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chad says, next game on my 2018 backlog is Metal Gear Survive. Expectations Uh-oh. are low, but I'm going to give it a go anyway. After that, going to try to jump back into Kingdom Come and maybe Vampire, Vampire, sorry, before Yakuza Kiwami 2 releases. Once September rolls around, I have no idea what I'm going to do next. Spider-Man. Yeah, you know what? I still have um, Kingdom Come here too, but I, I probably will not be going back to it anytime soon. That's a smart thing not to do. Don't don't do that. Um, you're not gonna play Survive very long and enjoy it. I'll be honest. Like, that game has a ver- that game hits a point where it's the survival hard. aspect. It's too yeah. hard. Yeah, I've... and it's not co-op, so the, the co-op sections are completely removed from the main game. Yeah, it's, so I love that game up until a point. Let me guess. The point was the first time you have to defend the base, and then the, where you have to start collecting resources for said base. Nope. The first uh, my my wall was uh, there was a room, a building I had to sneak into. Uh, it was like all pitch black. I'd Blue already on the walls. Yeah, I'd already done. And then that, you yeah. exit, and that's the first time you see the giant monster. Yeah. 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 I got a little bit past that, and then you have to defend the base for the first time. And imagine defending one singular point where enemies just swarm, and they chew through your defenses, and you don't have enough supplies to buy stronger defenses. So I had chain-link fence, uh, sandbags, and then chain-link fence, and they got through that no problem. So that game is that game is cruel, and it would be okay if you could have two players defending a singular base, but because you can't, that becomes a problem. And then, once you're done that, they want you to start collecting supplies for everybody that stays in your base. All the survivors. So now you're having to not only watch yourself and make defenses for the base, but also use said supplies to also feed people at the base. It, it Neat concepts, and definitely the mechanics are there to work, but then they tr- had a bunch of des- the design decisions that um, just ruined that game for me. 
And I, I was a defender of that game for the first part. It was really well done. I like going into the dust, but uh, it hits a point where it just becomes too much to yep. watch. It feels like a game that is screaming, hey, you should be playing this with other people, but you can't. Can't, yeah. Um, which I have only paid 20 bucks for that game, so I feel like I got my money's worth. I played it for like eight hours. I traded it in and traded towards something else. So. I'll tell you something I didn't get money worth out of. No Man's Sky. <laughs> Five hours I put in that game. I put, I think, ten, and then it had a bunch of crashes and lost a bunch of save progress, so guns didn't work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it another shot on uh, Xbox when it comes out. Well, you do that. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'll make time for it. Yeah, you make time for it, but have fun. Uh, he says, uh, I know early impressions of Days Gone are pretty lacking, but I have a feeling that's going to be a sleeper hit. Too many things remind me of the early perception of The Last of Us had before release. Really, though? Because the minute Naughty Dog popped up, everybody just started drooling for some reason. Yeah, I, I don't remember bad perception of Last of Us. Me neither. For me, it wasn't. A... I mean, yeah. Days Gone is not developed by Naughty Dog, so there's my... Who's doing that game? Sony Bend. Mm. Um, I do... Wasn't the first trailer for Last of Us the, the combat in the apartment? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was amazing. I don't even like Naughty Dog's games for the most part. People weren't like over that. But that that trailer is one of the best. That was so violent. I remember watching and going like, "What is this? This is something completely different." Um, yeah, I, I don't from, remember anybody. Days Gone. The problem is, is, every time we see it, it's not the best looking game ever. Well, from what I've heard about Days Gone, is that Sony Bend has a lot of really neat ideas for that game, and they just don't have the budget for it. So a lot of the stuff in it's kind of half baked, which makes it not very fun. I mean, I don't. I, I don't know. The I, only, I don't know. The only thing I see from Days Gone, I, the only thing I remember from Days Gone is like uh, you play as a biker dude, and zombies like flood almost like they do in um, World War Z. Yeah, World War Z. And I was just like, okay. And then it showed they showed gameplay of it of those zombies flooding, and the guy just sat there unloading on them for like a ten minute span. I'm like, how much ammo does this guy have? Also, B, that looks boring. Mm. That looks I, like that sounds like something you do in Serious Sam. <laughs> that game is you, also you run backwards and shoot stuff. That, that game is also releasing at a really bad time. Yeah, it's sent out to die. It's launching alongside Metro Exodus, Anthem, and Crackdown Three. Wow, I mean, Anthem, but still, that's man. like that's like no, four right. big games on the same day. And let's be fair, not everybody who buys Crackdown is going to buy Days Gone, and vice versa. And people who buy Anthem may not buy either of the. You know, it's mm. yeah. But like I, so I, I suspect that this game will get a lot of negative reviews, but and its highest will probably be sevens, and that's probably where it'll end up being for most people. I guess like, I, like it's one of the. It catches me as um. Uh, Deadly Premonition esque, like Ooh. not a high. Hey, I like that game. Uh, a lot of a lot of risks taken with new concepts, and that yeah, it lacks a bit of polish. But that there's something interesting to experience in it. One of those hardcore sevens. But I I just I think it's weird that like Sony has pushed this as much as they have. 
I think only for it to be delayed. I have I have zero interest in Days Gone. I honestly I don't tell my wife. I have zero interest in The Last of Us Part Two, but I have to buy it because she wants me to. <laughs> I'm gonna immediately run and tell her, Drew, because that's so she'll awesome. listen. She, I guarantee she'll listen to this. I, I was I, gonna say I don't know if she listens to the show. But no, I, she does. So she'll hear that anyway. But not, I mean, so she knows my thoughts on The Last of Us. I don't. I, I mean, I played through it for Phoenix Down, and yeah, I get it. The story is really good, and you know, they, there's really good character interactions. But playing that game is not fun. Playing, actually sitting down and playing The Last of Us was a monotonous, frustrating. It was just so bland and annoying to me. Okay, quick question then, Drew. Do you feel the same way about Uncharted? Yes. Yeah, he oh, does. Okay. All right. He's the, he's the worst kind of Sony fanboy. He hates all the first-party Sony games. Yeah. I just, I just like, I didn't like Uncharted. I mean, un, like, uh, Uncharted is great. They have these big grandiose things, and it's like you're watching a movie. I get it, but just watch a was, movie. Just watch a freaking movie. I'd rather watch somebody play these games than actually play them because they're not fun to play. You know, I, that's the reason why it took me forever to get through the first Tomb Raider. I swear to God, oh, I started. I started. Tomb Raider is so much better than Uncharted. Uh, well, see, that's the thing, and game that's the reason. Wise, I, I, I before you throw, that. before everybody throws, I, I'm sorry. I think that game plays way better than. Uncharted. I, I would agree with you because I actually made it through. You know, I think the story is Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is. <laughs> I mean, the, well, I found it kind of ridiculous. To be well, that's just it. Like, I, I find, I find that the story in the Tomb Raider games do not compare to the Uncharted like writing. Yeah, but the gameplay is far more enjoyable. So I, I, I enjoyed up. the gameplay yeah. significantly more in that than I did Uncharted, because it, 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 like even then, like I feel the same way with Tomb Raider and those games, those big blockbuster games. It's like it's big like blockbuster they're, movies. They're they're forcing you to go down this path so they can show you this crazy scene, and yeah, you have a little control over, it, but not really. And I'm just like, let me play the freaking game. I'd rather be, I'm so more at home with a game where you're looking at statistics of your character, like The Witcher or Diablo, you know, where I have full control over everything that's happening. Not this, I'm watching a cutscene, but also moving my character at the same time. I just like, I mean, yeah, how many times are we going to see Nathan Drake holding onto a rope while something explodes in the background? I mean, yeah, we've seen it a million times. Like, oh, here we go again. Oh, it's, here comes a. Now we're on a boat that's flipping. Now we're on a, you know, a house that's falling it's apart. It's weird that these are your complaints because this is this is kind of why I'm interested in Days Gone. Days Gone seems to be all the, doing all the stuff that Uncharted makes you watch. Uh, like, if that makes any sense, like they seem to be like, yeah, so we're not going to have these big grandiose scenes play out in the background. You're going to be part of like you, when the zombies swarm, you're going to be there. Having to fight that rather than like watch it as you run away. I don't know. That's the reason why I'm interested in Days Gone is doing all this weird stuff that like I don't get from the big blockbuster games because they want to just show you it. And I'm like, I would like to experience it. Like the day and night cycle sounds interesting. Stealth isn't like these cutscenes or segments of stealth where it's like all of a sudden for some reason we're doing stealth instead of just shooting guys in the face like we have for the last 20 minutes. That's what ends up happening in every one of those games, though. You know, The Last of Us is always sneak around, kill one or two guys, then get spotted, and then have the worst time ever trying to shoot Uncharted these guys. Uncharted 4, yes. I mean, it's but just that's so annoying. Why this, 
that's the reason why I'm interested in Days Gone, and maybe I'm giving it a little bit too much credit, because it seemed to be one of the few people that it's excited for it, because I don't see a lot of love for it online. Maybe I'm just not looking hard enough. But, like, I'm interested in this because it's doing all the things that I would like to have the option to do, rather than it being forced upon me. No. I don't know. I, mean, I, I think I've just become a role-playing game player. I'm just an RPG player now because I like I like control over everything. I like seeing the stats. I like seeing, you know, I got a new weapon. Oh, and it looks cool kind of thing. Have you played I, Nier Automata? I have not. Motherfucker you need to play, play Nier Automata. Game. Play that game. I know. I know. Play Zelda. Play God of War. <laughs> But finish the Witcher. Finish first the Witcher. Do <laughs> I mean, like, uh, like that's the thing. Where do I even start? Just go back you, and finish the Witcher. Finish the Witcher. Yeah, you, you're already in that game. Like Zelda, you <laughs> you need to start over. I'm I'm a good probably twenty five, twenty eight hours into the Witcher three. But, yeah, that's where you start. Then you go to Zelda because it's your next game that you were working on. Well, I mean, sure. I have to go to Skellige. That's the next thing I got to do. Honestly, you could just jump back into Zelda because there's not like you're, you need to. You don't have to restart it because you'll figure out where you are very and it's shortly. It's not like there's a story, story that you really yeah. need to be all invested in. You're killing Ganon. That's the story. I know exactly where I am in Zelda, where I left off. I was I was trying to get into the first or one of the first um, divine beasts. It Honestly, was the just the water did. one. Oh well, then yeah. All right. Yeah. Then yeah, go finish the Witcher. Just jump, yeah, you can just jump back into Zelda at any time afterwards. Witcher, if you haven't played it in a while, is going to take you a few minutes uh, to reaccustom yourself yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it will. And I, I didn't say I already have, I have both DLCs for the Witcher. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I, I'm, Are those I'm ready like to forty hours this. each. Too. No, we just talked about it. The first one's like about fifteen twenty. Second one's like thirty. Yeah, that's still long. No, it's super long. Like it's, I, I am halfway through Hearts of Stone myself. I finished the main Witcher three, but I have not done the DLC. I need to do that at some point. Yeah. Yep. Uh, his next tweet says, "What's the likelihood of a sequel announced for the uh, the Order eighteen eighty six at PSX this year?" Uh, less than zero. No, there you go. I, you know, they left that on a cliffhanger. They did, yeah. but uh, nobody. That game also sells for five dollars, and I think it's just because the physical plastic's worth that much. I mean, that I game sold for five dollars. I think like three weeks after it came out. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hate that game, but man, I really wish there was more game to it. Two boss battles are the exact same boss battle. Yeah, I well, mean, I not, like the concept of that game. Concept was very I, cool. I remember I accidentally got you to spoil the end of that game on the podcast one time. Who me? <laughs> yeah, you. God, I don't even remember the ending to that game. So, because we were talking about it, and we were like. uh because you know, you're all about werewolves, and then you accidentally mentioned vampires. I was like, "Is there vampires in this game?" And you were like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and you left it at that. Oh, okay, well, there you go. I totally forgot all of that because I played that game what like three years ago when it came out. Yeah. Hell, I don't even remember when the game came. Statue out. of Limitations up on that five dollar piece uh, of crap. Well, nobody wants that game, so they, they don't yeah, care if so I spoil There's that. vampires in it apparently at oh, some okay. point. I mean, you could just watch most of it because, like, literally, there's a chapter in that game where you don't press a button. Yeah, like it's just a cutscene, and that's a chapter. Oh god, that's terrible. <laughs> it's a weird game. <clears throat> it's very pretty though, very pretty. Uh, he says, "I heard the demo used for Ghost of Tsushima was part of a side mission in the game. If that's just a side mission, I'm curious to see how the main story will play out." Mm. Well, I mean, it's it's sucker punch, and like 
the side missions in like Infamous were pretty. Well, some of them were pretty extensive. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Well, I mean, it's Sucker Punch. I was already in, regardless of what they did. But I'm not surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I'll play that game. No, no yeah. doubt about that. I'll, I'll definitely, you know, probably ten years from now, play. <laughs> He'll still be trying to finish The Witcher in ten years. What I'm gonna yeah, do is story. actually, I'm gonna finish Beyond first, since I think I've only got like three hours left in that game. <laughs> or not Beyond uh, Detroit. Beyond Detroit. Beyond Detroit, become uh, Heavy Rain. They're all they're all they're all one game. <laughs> Colon Omicron. Omicron, yeah. <laughs> Prophecy. David David Bowie's dead body has been. Brought back as a cyborg, but is possessed with uh, some sort of spirit thing, and he's trying to stop a murderer from folding paper. And he tells everybody, "Hush your mouth." <laughs> okay. Uh, his next tweet says, "Looking forward to Gamescom because I hear that is when we will finally see an actual gameplay demo for Cyberpunk. Heard they are going to show the behind the doors demo and an alternate version to show how they could how it could have also played out, similar to how The Witcher Two was presented." Like where you Games. miss like half the game if you choose something wrong. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what happened with me. Yeah, that's what happens with everybody. You, you only get yeah, one. And, Matt, and Matt chose the other thing, and we had to sit there and try and talk about what happened in the, the last <laughs> half of that game. Um, speaking of Gamescom, was it Gamescom where Sony announced uh, Medieval remake that we haven't seen since? Nobody that cares. Man. I didn't know that was happening. Yeah, they announced yeah. that a long time ago. I thought it was PSX they announced that. Because Sony, okay, Sony doesn't really do Gamescom, they do Paris Games Week. Oh, okay, maybe it was Paris. <clears throat> I just remember them announcing it, and I thought it was in Europe, because I thought that's where that game was more popular. Sir but. Daniel Forsyth, is that his name? Sure. Something like that. Yeah. Skeleton guy from Medieval is yeah. how I know him. Yeah. The Medieval guy, yeah. I mean, that game's all right. Look, I, the only thing I can think about currently right now is I want to play Resident Evil 2 Remake right now. I think everybody wants to play Resident Evil 2 Remake right now, but Drew? Not me. There's a shitload of games coming out before that. I know. And there's a shitload of games you haven't finished. I know. So so finish them. Yeah, do that. Yeah. It, it helps pass the time, I promise. I'm, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. Uh, his next tweet says, I was very skeptical of Fallout 76 until I watched the interview with Pete Hines, clarifying a lot of the misinformation. He summed it up perfectly in one statement. It is a traditional Fallout game with the option to play online with your friends. Eh, that's PR. There's no NPCs in that game. Yeah, which uh, has... Wow, really? Have... So there's no NPCs in that game? There's robot terminals, but there's not like other characters. All the other characters are people. So, what's the story? Is there a story? Yeah, it's a... You were one of the first people out of the vaults. Yeah, the first bunker. Yeah, but I mean, what's your goal besides build something and then stop super mutants from trying to blow it up? Have fun, bro. That's not... I don't play Fallout to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) That should totally be on the back of the box. I don't play Fallout to have fun. Yeah. So, buy 76. (laughs) Because you're not going to have fun. I, I don't know, but man, and that's the thing that really pisses me off is that they're squandering the lore of Fallout because I'm pretty big into the lore of Fallout. This is the first. You, I don't know how much you know about Japanese culture. I'm an expert. I'm an expert, but uh, you know, the thing is, is that this is the first time we were able to see Fallout like not 
two or three hundred years into the future where you actually see like trees still around and stuff like that. Why didn't they just build a new Fallout game using that and uh, go with it there? Because that's like a whole new universe that you could see rather than just a barren wasteland. Now you because can see stuff alive. as a service. Drew. Yep. Because gains of a service, man. I wonder what Did they're going to do with Did you not like in. the building mechanics of Fallout 4? Uh, I tell you one thing. Another I fucking settlement? hated them. Yeah, so there you go. That's the reason why there has to be a game built all around that. You want, you want to hear? I chose to go at the very end. I chose to go with a different group just so I could go and find Preston and shoot him in the face. <laughs> Okay. Because if I have to hear him say that there is another settlement that needs our help, I was going to drop an A-bomb on him. Uh, Chad, oh, follow- Chad, yeah. Chad followed that up by saying Pete Hines said that he played Fallout 76 several times, and each time he played offline solo except once. There will be microtransactions, but thankfully they confirm they will be all cosmetic. Uh, hmm. Yeah, hold on. Let's roll back a bit. I played offline. The game's not out yet. So even if you play it online, you're playing with someone else who wants to play the game and not be a dick because they want to find out stuff. So even then, it's great that you're saying that. But like, until you're actually in a game and someone's being a dickhead, and I know that they can say that all the things about, like, oh, we've made it so they can't be dickheads, people find a way. People always find a way. Oh, life. Finds a, finds a way. They didn't the hide never that. changes. Yeah, they didn't hide that, because if you remember, Todd Howard said, you know, we try to prevent griefing, but let's be fair, we want people to have fun, too. So like, Yeah, so griefing's going to happen 100% of the time. Guess, guess what this game's going to turn into? This game's going to turn into Rust? Sea of Thieves all over again. No, Rust. I, I, I can see it becoming like Rust, except with power armor. Well, Rust was not a high-profile game like Sea of Thieves or Fallout 76 is. And that's what's going to happen. A lot of of people are going to buy this game and say, yeah, let's go have fun, guys. And then they're going to get killed constantly from douchebags. And they'll be like, well, I put probably seven hours into it and just turned it off. I just, I, you know. Let's have fun with my friends. This is how you learn that your friends aren't all that fun. It's very Final, I want Final Fantasy 13 on PlayStation 3 exclusive is, is what I want, and I'm just to stop. That's not, that's to stop. You you've you've committed public sudoku in my mind. Sudoku. That's what he says. <laughs> it's so funny to me and very telling that <laughs> the main questions about Fallout 76 are like all about the single-player portion of the game, which just goes to show you what people want from a Fallout game. Exactly. I swear if they pull this crap with Elder Scrolls... Elder Scrolls you got Blades 6. coming out. What are you talking about? Oh, Blades. Yeah. Elder Scrolls 6. Oh, yeah, it's going to be online always, and uh, people can just come, like, uh, burn your castle down. It's it's really funny to me. We mentioned this, I think, last week. Was uh, Bethesda last year was all like, "Yeah, single player games, right? Right, everybody, single player yeah. games." This year, not so much. Rage two. Rage That's about it. Rage two. Yeah. And that Wolfenstein spinoff. It, we don't even know what that is. And it's it co-op. Had, takes place in the eighties. Yeah, it's co-op. It's co-op. 
We're going to hear uh, Kids in Germany, the rendition. Huh. You know, instead of Kids took in America. Me a second. Oh, yeah, it took me a second. What about, what about, what about 99 Luftballons? That'll um, be in English this time. Well, well, that wouldn't happen because there's no Berlin Wall. Do the Goldfinger, Goldfinger version. I want to hear the Goldfinger version. Yeah, the Goldfinger version. That was on uh, Grand Turismo 3. Yeah. Uh, his last tweet says, Anybody other than me want a reboot of Arachnophobia? Like the game. the movie? It's got to be the movie. Did they, they didn't make I it. I thought either. they were making a reboot of Arachnophobia. They can have John Goodman in it again. He's still I, around. I legitimately thought I heard that they were making a reboot of Arachnophobia. Oh, really? Was that a Stephen King movie? I don't know what no. that was. Pretty sure Stephen King made no. that. No, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, um, it's not based off of anything. Steven Spielberg uh, was involved with it at one point hmm. or another. Um, yeah, from the looks of it, I'm not seeing uh, <laughs> anything that has. Speaking of Steven Spielberg, Ready Player One came and went like a ghost, didn't it? Yeah, thank God. I enjoyed it. I have not seen it yet. It's, it's massively different from the book, but I've I never, still enjoyed it. Never read the book, so yeah, I think I'll be all right. Yeah, I think you'll like it, Ken. Oh, probably. Or is the guy talking about Arachnophobia, the game, which was from 1991? It was a shoot 'em up. Uh, it was developed by Blue Sky Software and Disney Software. Um, you're, it is is based off the movie. Oh wow! So they made for, a movie for the, video game. Yes, for the Amiga, the Amstrad, CBC, Commodore sixty four, and MS DOS. So I'm it's a very European game. Pretty sure he's referring to the movie. Mm. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. I, I don't know people, up. people, uh, people that are uh, Amstrad fans and all those uh, are pretty hardcore. It's not like I've ever played any of the uh, old British computers. Actually, looks like a pretty decent game, though. Just shooting spiders. You you actually walk around the house, and you have to hunt down spiders. Do you play as John Goodman? Uh, sort of. I guess. Okay, you cool. Are the exter- was, you are the exterminator. Oh yeah, he was the exterminator, right? Yeah. So I, I'm assuming it's supposed to be John Goodman. Actually, yes, it is. It's very I, very much supposed to be that character. I don't have any relevance for that movie. I didn't think it was all that. Sorry. It was like it was like a, like a horror comedy. Yeah, like Mars Attacks and things like that. Yeah, yeah. I liked Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks, I loved. <laughs> yeah, but Arachnophobia just never sat with me. I don't. I don't know what it was. I always saw Poltergeist, the original Poltergeist, as a horror comedy. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. You it had some... it had goofy moments in it. Sure, but I, I mean, Carol Ann. Yeah, Carol Ann. I mean. But... I would definitely not call it a horror comedy. All right, would you call The Evil Dead a horror comedy? It's called the, the first one. one. The second yeah. one, I would. Yeah, the second one. The first yeah. one is trying very hard to be scary and isn't, and then the second one's just like, so let's just shit on what we did previously. Yeah. Isn't the second one just like a remake of the first one? But It is, it yeah. is, but it's also it also takes into account that the first one happened. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's kind of where that that's when it got good. Like, nobody talked about it after the first one, but after the second one, everybody's like, oh, this is funny. Yeah, and then Army of Darkness was amazing. Army of Darkness, Darkness is still one of the best movies. It's so good. It's so, good. This it's so dumb. Is my boomstick! 
and I the ending, the ending in the um the uh the uh, theatrical ending where he comes back to modern day to the supermarket. Yeah. Yes, that is such a great sequence. Mm-hmm. Ash vs. Evil Dead. People go watch that. It's on Netflix. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, and it's legit like creepy at times. Yeah. All right. So that's all the Twitter. If you want to tweet us at, at N4G Podcast. If you would like to follow us individually, Drew at DML Fury, Anthony at Intersect, N-T-R-S-K-T, uh, and Ryan is at the Wombat RP. I am. Uh, you can follow me as ETGD. You can follow the site as ETGD Content. Also, Phoenix Down. We get an episode next week. We're doing it. Yes, we are. Finished? Mm, probably two episodes. So this episode and one more. Two episodes. What's next? What's the next game? We're not entirely sure just yet, but we are we are going to do Final Fantasy twelve at one point or another this year, and I think it may have to be that one because we are going to do Red Dead Redemption. Ah, yeah, we're you taking a break. Start with Revolver. Nah, oh no, I, no, I, no I that's don't a really want to play that game again. That is so bad. I'd rather play Gun again. Gun's a good hey, game. Gun was a good game. Yeah, yeah it was. Red Dead Red Dead Revolver was not a good game. <laughs> it was not. Uh, the, the, I don't know. I didn't mind. The, train, Dead the top of the train sequence is so ugh. having to dodge the things on top, top of the train. No, that game's not good. Oh, you know what was a great? You know what was a great game that doesn't get talked about enough. Dark Watch. Dark Watch Dark is Watch so is good. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I've been looking for a copy to play for a long time. Dark Watch is so good. That's the Dark uh, Watch. Vampire. They released Dark Watch on PS3, I believe, as a PS2 classic, right? Yeah, yep. it is. I'm pretty sure they did. I could be wrong. High Moon Studios, baby. Yep. Is that who did that? Yeah, they went on to make the Transformers games for Activision and Deadpool. Wow. Mm-hmm. Those guys. I'll play, any, I'll play about anything from those guys. They make fun games. Uh, if you want to shoot us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. You can send us a long-winded email. Uh, I think that's it. Does anybody have anything else? No. Going once. Going Dark twice. Watch is on PSN. Son of it a bitch. Not. You I'm should be able to get it pretty cheap on Amazon. I mean, yeah. it's, you just got to have a system to play it. It was only on PS2 and Xbox. Was Xbox. It, it wasn't on GameCube, was it? No. no nope. It's not. I actually have a copy of that on Xbox and, and played it recently. It's uh, Is it backwards compatible? No, no, no. I had to yank out the old OG Xbox to play it. Wow. Yeah. If you, uh, if you want it on Xbox, it's four ninety nine. If you want it on PlayStation 2, it's 30 bucks. That doesn't make any sense to me. You can buy Does it that. hold up? Mm, it's all right. <laughs> it's yeah. It can be I a little rough. Like... Yeah, it can be a little rough. In yeah, but it's because the it's it's working off the traditional like PS2 era shooting mechanics. Yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, it's like it's like going back and playing Stranger's Wrath. It's kind of funny that it costs that much to buy it on PS2 because you can get like a used Xbox at a flea market and a five dollar copy of Dark Watch for less than thirty dollars. <laughs> And, yeah. and 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 my favorite is that some of those Xboxes are modded, so you can just literally burn it. If you have to. Yeah, you can just load it onto the hard drive, whatever. Isn't there like a weird thing with the original Xboxes, like that the battery? Yeah, you have to go in and cut the um, the capacitor. Yeah, the capacitor on them. 
Because like otherwise... it, uh, or it's like yeah, it's um, I want to say it's a capacitor for the the clock of all things. That it's um, it, it's faulty, so it'll start leaking and destroy the board. Yeah. Ew. The Vita, or was it the PSP? Is the same way the battery? All the batteries. I, I will I will take a photo of mine and put them on my Twitter. That's NTRSKT of your of my my PSP batteries that have both expanded yeah. to the point where they pop the back off my PSP. Yeah, I saw. I want to see that. Take I saw picture some of pictures that. of that floating around that the PSP batteries were starting to kind of explode. Now now uh, I guess I'll leave it on a short story. Uh, I used to work at a store called Zellers in Canada, which has not been around for. Ooh, five plus years we went out of business in 2010 because target wanted to come in so uh when i worked at zellers we still had psp stuff i have no idea why batteries on the shelf and all those had expanded at that time and it had to have been i think this would have been like 2008 when uh we could discovered that all the psp batteries had gone bad so this is not anything new it's just yeah all the ones that were in your psps are probably dead now too fun times I don't know where mine is, but I'm afraid I now have a ticking time bomb in my house. Yeah, you it's probably they won't. They don't. Ex- lost mine. They don't. They don't really explode. But what happens is they expand, and the plastic on them is now bulging out. <laughs> even if even if the the battery, the components inside still worked, it doesn't actually fit into your PSP anymore. That's it's terrible. Wow, oh, technology, man, it's a weird thing. Anyway, that is it. So we're going to get out of here, play some video games, deal shit. Bye. Bye. All righty. And it goes something like this.